Uh, okay, check levels. Levels good. Check, check. Let, three, four. That's good. All right, let's do this. Feeling let's good. do Give this me podcast. Just one quick sec uh, here. Yep. Got like a little wrinkle in no my problem. pants. Just gonna. Ah! Ah! Hold on, hold on. Tried to burn it out. Did not work. Welcome to Will and Jace, a Fraser podcast. Burn it out, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking your lessons from Niles. I wanted to skip some steps. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Season 6, Episode 14, Three Valentines, original air date February 12th, 1999. I don't think that was Valentine's Day. Wait, how does Valentine's Day work? <laughs> yeah, right? Is, is it, it a date or like a third Thursday? I feel I've like never paid a, any attention. Mm, that's a good question. I think it's a date. Anybody? It feels like a date. It's Br- a date. Brit? Valentine's Day happens every year on February 14th. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That feels like we could have gotten there. Well, this is more special to me because this is my wife's birthday is February 12th. Really? So, yeah, 1999. I know that. It's yeah. not, not 1999, though. Well, no, she would have been... 14 i guess <laughs> 13 or 14 well 14 she would have just been 14 this is an easy one to figure out jason what year is it now 2000 oh no yeah oh no oh, buddy it's the oh, present no there's a lot of gray in your mustache my man <laughs> last week you took a guess as to what this episode would be about here's what you had to say I'm going to go for this a classic sitcom right here. Uh, Frasier gets three dates for Valentine's Day. Like he like puts it out there and all three come through and being Frasier. He's like, I'll just go on all three of the dates and mix them up ensue. So you, Vignettes. Yeah, you guessed uh, you guessed a lot of Frasier episodes. Just n- not this one. No, in particular. Not a vignette. So three valentine's which by the way i have a bit of a quibble with i think there's more than three valentine's in it's this episode four. yeah so you know, we'll, unless, we'll get to it less we'll we're not counting it, we'll the valentine's. all right here we go synopsis here's what actually happened in the episode the episode begins with niles getting ready for a date he's doing the date at fraser's apartment so he doesn't have to host at the shangri-la as he's getting ready he noticed his pants has a wrinkle so he tries to iron it uh, in the process, he cuts his finger, does not like the sight of blood, faints, and the iron burns a hole in his pants and eventually burns down the couch, and it's a it's a whole thing. The next scene shifts to Frasier at a restaurant meeting Cassandra for a date. Cassandra works at the radio station, and Frasier is unsure, actually, if it is a romantic date or more like a business date kind of dinner together. He's getting mixed signals, or so he believes, throughout the entire dinner, and eventually heads back to her hotel room where he still cannot read the signals correctly. All the meantime, he's checking in with Roz for her advice on whether or not this is a date. The next vignette takes us with Martin and Daphne at a restaurant going out for a dinner together because neither has a date for Valentine's Day. Daphne says that she's okay not having a date, but then eventually her emotions gets the better of her when she sees a lot of couples at the restaurant. Martin then tries to cheer her up, saying that uh, she's a great catch and all of her great qualities, and eventually the waiter comes by and agrees, but inadvertently calls Martin old. Daphne then tries to cheer Martin up, and they're both cheered up, I guess. And that's the end of the episode. (laughs) Tag of the episode, Martin gets to see more of the coat check girl, and Daphne is sitting down for dinner with the waiter. Yeah, what restaurant is this? What restaurant is this? this waiter comes by and says, I couldn't help but overhear, but you are, your dad is right, you are very lovely. And it's like, (laughs) all right, Paul, thank you for that. You've both earned and lost your tip. We We make eye contact here, but we don't just jump in. 
I don't know. I mean, I have a lot to say about that third vignette. Yeah. But I don't know if you want to start with that third no, one. No, no, let's start with the chronological. Beginning. Okay. So chronological order. I told you last episode, this is one of the best beginnings of any Frasier episode. Yes. I really enjoyed Niles doing physical comedy. It's a lot of fun because there's no words yeah, to no, it. You know, like it's just him. Niles sharing a scene with the dog yes. and it's Niles doing most Which, of the heavy lifting. No offense, Moose. I, I think that's Enzo. You think that's Enzo? He's a little more active. Mm, well, I, it's, it's he tough just to tell. He putters around. It's tough to tell. We I, got, I think because Moose's last episode is coming up. It's, it is so coming I think up. That's even, I think even just that little putter around, Well, that's already Enzo. He was mostly on the chair. He was? You don't think... <laughs> You don't think Moose can go I on think, the chair? I think that was. I think that if was not too that, spry. then what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the thing. And it could be Enzo. Yeah, I like. I wish there was a way to tell. I wish one of them. Had I know, like, like a, a small spot. birthmark. I bet if we went back and did the podcast again, as we will, uh, we we could tell. I'm sure there's. Something. You think so? There's got to be something. I if mean, you're really looking. So you're saying I need to watch Frasier again? I am. Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. By the way, I'm Jace. I've seen Frasier a bunch. Oh yeah, I'm Will. I'm seeing it for the first time. Seems relevant. You know what's kind of fun about this? What? Is I actually, I, I knew that I enjoyed this intro. My friend Amanda, when I told Amanda a number of years ago now that I was starting a Frasier podcast, she goes, Frasier, I haven't really seen it except for one episode. I remember one episode where it was like Niles was getting ready for a dinner and it was all silent and it was just hilarious. Maybe I should watch the show. So like that stands out to people that even like haven't even seen the show. Oh yeah. So this no, is a pretty memorable. Very cool escalation. Turpentine. Turpentine. I think is what that is. Is that what you used to clean with? I, I think so. I know it's... Yes, I think that's the cleaning thing that's like very flammable. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a special thing. There's an Instagram account called KACL780. And a while ago, they shared an interview with David Hyde Pierce. And in the interview, he talked about this scene and uh, and kind of how he did it. So uh, I thought we could play that. So here's that. They scripted it. Um, they figured out in the room. It started out, I remember David Lee, one of the writers said, his idea, original idea was a sort of uh, Mr. Bean Mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. uh what would that be and at one point he was thinking of like niles would get locked out of his hotel room naked or something and and thank god they didn't go with that so then they started pitching in the room all right well what if this happens well okay but then and then how would that lead to this and how would it lead to that so they pieced it all out and then my job was to um Put the pieces together, yeah. you know, sort of remember it. it. Well, remember <laughs> and, it and, and transitions and 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 just link it thought wise. No. Uh, and uh, and the other cool thing, uh, David Lee, who directed it, he put the dog in the scene for a very technical reason, which was with no one else in the scene, he had no no place to cut to. Oh. You know, there's no reason to yes, shut away. But the the um, the benefit of that was just that the looks that he got, you know, cutting to that dog because the scene gets more and more, the couch gets set on fire and I've got a fire extinguisher and, and just cutting back, talk about deadpan to the dog going like, <laughs> yeah, it was gold. It was probably yeah. the best part of the scene. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so kind of cool. Very cool. It does have like a Mr. Bean-esque yes. kind of quality to it. Escalating and escalating. And that's a cool thing that that's why, it occurred to me why is Eddie in the scene? Yeah. Um, do you have somewhere to cut? That makes sense. Kind of break the tension. Yeah, so good work from Niles there, good David Hyde Pierce. It was weird for me because I knew it was going to be a big, intense, physical scene. Mm-hmm. And it was just Niles alone getting like looking at his pants. How did I know, Jason? <laughs> How did you know? 
think it through. How do we know when it's going to be a big physical scene in the apartment? Oh, because the the Chihuly vase? Froggy. God, I noticed okay. Froggy. Froggy like, was oh, back. Shit. Nice. I actually didn't notice that. Good work. I should watch Frasier. You should watch Frasier. Again. Yeah. <laughs> that is from director Katie Garrettson. Mm-hmm. They had a ch- really expensive Chihuly vase. So in an episode when there's going to be a big physical thing, they swap it out with a frog. I'm trying to remember the last time they sw- I swapped it out. It was like when there was... There was like a fight in the apartment. So yeah, always keep your eye on that. If the if the vase is there, if the frog is there, if the, the frog, frog is, is there, there mayhem's like, about mayhem's to happen. About to ensue. So I was like, <laughs> okay, how is mayhem about to ensue? Maybe Fraser just took the Chihuly vase down when he knew Niles was coming over. He yeah. didn't want Niles to have the nice vase out. And also, we're living in a world now where we're probably not going to acknowledge that Niles set burned his couch. Yeah, I mean, Niles well, I was going to afford a new Fraser couch. I was actually going to ask you to paint a picture here. Uh, so you know all this chaos and mayhem happened in the apartment. There was a there was a fire. I assume that the firemen came up eventually to scope out the scene, or at least a building manager or something. So what was the scene like after this? All right, okay, Mr. Crane, come back. Okay, he's passed out. All right, Chief, this looks pretty cut and dry. Looks like he had a wrinkle in his pants, so he went to go get the ironing board and started to iron his pants. But then he had a thread, so probably. Looks like he went to go get the scissors to cut the thread, but then he cut himself and didn't like the sight of blood, so he was bleeding, so he probably bled on the couch there, went to go get some turpentine. Probably took some turpentine to the couch there, probably to get it out. And, you know, can't read the directions on the turpentine, so he used a lighter to look at the directions of the turpentine, took the light away from the turpentine, because that's highly flammable. And then, oh man, what do you know it? He's been leaving the iron on this whole time, so it's on the pants, and the pants are starting to go up, so he puts that out, and he goes to check on his cooking, and he's like, something's burning. Is it this? Is it this? Is it that? And he goes back. Uh-oh, what's this? He left the fire, open flame, right near the turpentine. It's burning the couch. He takes a moment, takes a beat to be like, oh, Jesus, this happening before he gets the fire extinguisher. He gets the extinguisher, and then it's bam, bam, bam. It's going everywhere. Thank you, man. Cut to the dog. Dog's looking like, look, what's this guy doing? Goes back, is able to extinguish it, sees the blood again, passes out. Yeah, classic wrinkle. Classic wrinkle. Classic wrinkle. It's a blessing that that man uh, works at the fire department because he can he can he's just, always he sees right through. I mean, he gets all the he know, calls. He knows that he, all of them. Looks like there was a ding in the window, and then you know, <laughs> you know how it goes. And they bought a restaurant. <laughs> they had to buy a restaurant. <laughs> they had to buy a restaurant. <laughs> Drove you through the, the restaurant. Is, the economy was booming. These two brothers can't work together. <laughs> if you were born after two thousand eight, you don't get it. You know, you could just your mortgage was going up and down, and you could you could just buy restaurants. How often do you think Niles is entertaining at Frasers? Almost never. You, you think so? Well, he's so familiar. He knows what the ironing board is. That's what I'm saying. He, and he might just know that in general, but he's living at the Shangri-La still. Mm-hmm. And he does entertain it's a not, fair amount, you'd think. It's not the first time. I actually, you know what? It's We know it's not the first time. We've already seen him entertain there. Mm-hmm. So They had that dinner party. Yep. I would say he has entertained at Frasier's six times at this point. I have no way to prove or disprove that, but I, I think six is a solid number. Good choice. It's a lot of professions I could get into. I enjoyed that because, you know, Frazier, when he sets up everything in his apartment, he's just the catheter of the canary, yeah. self-satisfied Frazier. Niles is just neurotic about everything. Well, so I like actually... shifting everything by an inch. I noticed that too. So there was one second where Niles was Frazier. Yes. When he first turned on the music, he just kind of did a little breath and he's like, I'm in my element. And then he went to sit on the couch and then became Niles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then couldn't like, yeah. So I, I did enjoy it. You see like, you see the, the brotherness, the family yes. relation, and then... But how they're different. Yeah. The scene then shifts after that so we get this vignette kind of yeah. episode i've told you in the past i do enjoy episodes where the structure is a little bit different it's interesting yeah and like you do get this very memorable opening scene mm-hmm. i just thought the second third 
ones didn't really work. Agreed, agreed. So not to get you know my my ranking spoiled at all, but uh, I think the beginning of this episode is fantastic, and the rest of it's just kind of not well, so much. Sure. The, the 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 conundrums that they have in the second two episodes are just pretty weak. The second one especially, because I like this idea of like, is it a date or isn't it? Because yeah, that's real, and then she shows up in a cocktail dress, like oh, mm-hmm. and kisses him on the mouth. But I guess she's like French and <laughs> they did, kisses they did, people on the mouth. They did immediately take that concept like far. Yes. Like she opened with kissing him on the mouth. It's like the sexiest man in Seattle. I'm like <laughs> yeah. the sexiest mater G over here. I mean, that, that was funny. That was good. But then you very quickly come to like when by the time we get to the hotel room and she's like, I'm just going to like change into clothes and like get in this bed with me. Mm-hmm. Like is. Is she a child that was turned into an adult? Like, yeah. this plays like a scene from Big. I agree. I agree. The issue in this is not Frasier, really. No. She's We're crazy. getting to a fever pitch of <laughs> she's, insanity. She's, to the point where, like, at some point, if I was Frasier... I would I would tap out of this date. Like, <laughs> this is not someone that I want to be well, with. I would think it's just... It's just someone talking about work on a date, which would be pretty normal. Mm-hmm. I have yet... This is why I don't have work friends. Like, I have yet to hang out with a work friend in a social setting. And it's not like, I know. Did you see my email? Right. Like, it always sneaks in there. It does. That That's true. So I thought that's all that was. I did enjoy calling Roz because getting her in the episode. So, okay. So it's three Valentines. Yes. Niles is mm-hmm. one Valentine. Yep. Frasier is one Valentine. I would argue Roz is one Valentine oh, as call well? This five Valentines because Roz is having a date with the cricket. She is. We get to hear from Roz. We get her point of view. I think. I think that's three. And then we get Martin and Daphne. Five Valentines. Five Valentines. We're so. consolidating our Valentine <laughs> into one. At least four, though, because yeah. if you count Martin and Daphne as one, yes, like one Valentine's night, I still think the Roz one would be a fourth. I just first of all, it's probably a play on something I don't know, and I think three just sounds better than four Valentines with three vignettes. There are three acts to it, right? There are. There are so I guess that sort of makes That's sense. That's the idea. <laughs> Get it? I'm old. <laughs> I that was a very. I mean. We haven't had this kind of Roz dialogue in a minute, and it was almost like Sex in the City, Samantha. Like I call oh, yeah. him the cricket because he rubs his hands together during sex. Yeah, so Roz is dating Bob, the yeah. cricket. <laughs> and also when... All right, I'm not going to get into that. So I haven't, I, I haven't, I haven't really seen Sex in the City. I've only seen an episode or two, but oh, I've only seen clips. I'm yeah, just aware. So, so, but it seems to me that Roz would fit right in on the cast of Sex in the City. Am I wrong? I think she wouldn't get into it enough because <laughs> that was the whole groundbreaking thing. Is like they talk about it, just like his penis was like four. But I think Roz would if she was, she was with that, that group. Of, I think she of just women, needs a better right? group of friends. Yeah, she's not doing that with Frasier too often. I think we were all denied this spinoff. <laughs> Thank you. Roz in the city. Roz, Roz and Daphne. So Roz in the city is close to a Caroline in the city and Frasier spinoff. Dear God, no. I hope it's not. Do these shoes make me look fat? <laughs> that, that was that was rough. We do have a tweener for those that are interested in the Caroline in the city, Frasier multiverse, universe. I don't even know. If you haven't seen Caroline in the city. Yeah. So Frasier calling Roz to ask about the date, that's a that's a good friend kind of move. And is. that is who I would call. Right. In if that you're situation. Frazier, you're not sure. going Niles. Yeah. So is it a date? So let's go let's go I guess not. It's tough. Well, to end up sleeping in the same See, bed with someone. That's when we hit but the let's fever start, pitch. Let's okay. start at the beginning. Okay. okay. Kiss on the mouth, but she also kisses the maitre d' on the mouth. Is it a date? No, I guess she just kisses on the mouth. Okay. She's wearing a nice dress, but she just came from an event that was nice dress. I guess, is it a date? No, I guess. I guess not. Okay. She orders 
garlic yeah, things. Yeah, that was like, and, and then oysters. oysters. Yeah, back and forth. yeah, that was a pretty minor one. I don't think we can tell much from that. Uh, will you take me back to my hotel later? I am ordering a bottle of wine and I can't hold my liquor. Good thing I took a cab. Yeah, I, I think... For me, it was like when she invites him into the room, like, okay. So he opened the door to the room and purposefully did it's not like go like, last in. stop on yep. the Crane Express Exactly. Or she invites him in. And she was very like, come in, like, okay. She changes out of her clothes. It was raining. We got caught in the rain. <laughs> Seattle. She asks him to get comfortable. What would that mean to you? I don't know. This is this is so different. I feel like adults would just be like, I'm not having sex with you, but I, you're in wet clothes. So like, take her, put on a rope. I think it's a date. I think I'm going to go. Date. I'm going to go out there because I think because you're sleeping with the person. Even if you're not asleep. having sex, you are sleeping in the same bed. And she invited him into the bed. Yes. And he was with in his underwear. She invited a- him into the bed and he was in his underwear. That's not a business meeting. I think she's a 12 year old turned into an adult by genie magic. That's like, very that's possible. Only thing that makes sense at that <laughs> juncture that you're like, it's a sleepover. Very possible. It's like I, you have Daphne level of like, what is sex? Okay, next episode, the genie arrives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a big genie subplot in I, season I six. I do feel like the genie from Bake is a part of this show. He's the one who makes, it happened to Daphne. He makes the couch reappear normal in the next <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, because the couch, the couch is going to be fine, I guess. You think so? You think he'll have a new couch? It won't have a giant melt in it, or I think... Oh, well, will he have a new couch, though? Shit, this is interesting. He burned I, He burned the couch beyond repair, I would guess. Don't you think? Yes. Oh, my God. It, right? like, melted the middle it part. melted the middle part. That I is think a, it'll be the same couch. That is Shit. a replica of the Coco Chanel or the couch that Coco Chanel had in their chateau. They've mentioned that before. I'm going to say it's going to be the same couch. Will it be a new version of the same couch, or will they just never explain it? Will he, will he say, like, thanks to that, I had to go buy... I don't think it even gets dialogue. Does he have couch insurance? If anyone's going to have couch insurance. Because Niles can't afford that couch right now. Exactly. Exactly. What's he going to do? Bring over his, you know, sleeper couch from the Shangri-La? Come on. If Frazier would Come on. You think that will? Come on. It's not going to happen. Frazier got infinite Niles going to do that? It's not going to (laughs) happen. Will we see Cassandra again? No. We will. Really? I'm letting the factoid slip. And I forgot about this. I was Cassandra just, Stone comes back. I was reading I was reading the fun facts about this, and one of the fun facts is this is the first time we see Cassandra. And I was like, wait, what no. Oh no, we do. So we see Cassandra again, which which by the way, I totally would have also guessed that we never I, would. I'm like, gonna make a bet that this is wrong. Even is this her thing it. going forward that you're not sure? Her intentions? No, she'll just be a, a publicity director. Okay, now that you know that we will see Cassandra again, will it be a Frasier love interest? Will this be... No, she's just around. Okay. She just like keeps the plot moving. Kind of awkward then. It was... <laughs> we slept in that. They're not going to acknowledge that they did this whole thing. She's not his boss, right? She's no, just, that's a different she's department. Different department. Publicity director. Okay. You and worked he, in radio? He's not, I don't know. He's not her boss, so no. I think this is an okay thing. As much as anything. As much as... As much as, as anything much as in it this is. Frasier universe. It's never, let's never come up as a problem in the show one time. It's true. Even when it was uh, Kate Costas, that was not like an abuse of power. Have you ever, I doubt this. Dated have you, a, bo- a coworker? No, boss? no, 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 no. Have you ever been on a date that you're not sure is a date? Yes. Oh, okay. What did you do? Did you ask if it was a date? 
or did you just try to feel it out as you went? Um, and did you end up in a bed in your underwear at the end of the evening? <laughs> I, the gentleman will never say. Gentleman won't tell. No, with my current husband, I didn't know it was a date. Really, the yeah. first the first date? Yeah, I didn't know. This actually lie. this actually doesn't surprise me at all. Now that right? you said this, this is something your current husband would be like. Of course, he knows what's going on. Yeah, I was like, I didn't. I don't know need what's to explain on. anything. Nope. Fun sitcom stuff. Fun, to, yeah, and and that's what your marriage continues to be. <laughs> Last question about Vignette 2. Vignette 2. Did Roz sleep with the cricket? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why I think that we see her in the end in, the, in like a bed. Well, maybe, the, she, maybe she's maybe somebody else. Well, I mean, if, if Vignette 2 proved anything, being in a bed, bed does not mean anything. sex. So. You just got, just got caught in the rain. We're going to meet Bob? We're not going to meet Bob. We're not going to meet Bob. Will we meet a cricket? You'll meet a cricket. You're right. A there small... is an episode that involves a cricket. Does he grant wishes? I can't. It's related to the genie. Oh, that sounds like Deep Frasier. Vignette three. Okay. I thought this was the weakest one of the bunch. I thought Vignette two was the weakest. I think they were both weak. I don't get it. Like, they're just complimenting each other. Well, we're exploring a weird energy. And this is the thing where, like, John Mahoney is kind of too young for this part. Mm Mm-hmm. And like almost too good looking, <laughs> like he acts. He has the cane and the walk, and yep. is super crotchety, so it works. But if you look at him, I'm like, you are not Kelsey Grammer's father, right? Like you are. You do not look it, and you are too young. And so we kind of have this very weird energy of like, could you be a love interest? And it's like you look at them, and it's like that's not that crazy. You're right. So actually, I had a question for you because at one point, one of the waiters assumes that Daphne is with her husband. Does he? I thought the old waiter assumes it's his dad. Well, oh, no, the wait- first one yeah. does say your yeah. husband. So the first waiter says, you know, you and your husband. Yeah. The next waiter says you and your dad. Mm-hmm. And Daphne eventually says, I view you like a pet. Yeah. Which is interesting. Which is fun. That was just a good, that was, a, was, a good that was little... the best line of the bit. Yes. Because you're like, what is she going to say here? <laughs> if you saw those two in public without knowing anything about them, just saw them, would you be quicker to assume that Daphne was Martin's wife? Martin was Daphne's father? Or Martin was Daphne's pet. Folsom Fair weekend. <laughs> um, I would actually assume they were married. Okay, so you'd think you'd think husband and wife. Certainly, if they're going out on Valentine's Day and she's kind of like dressed up, I think I would probably go father. I mean, because of the cane and the the cane, the does, cane, yeah. yeah. But I think both are fair assumptions, and yeah. both were made. So, and he does say like, "There's a lot of guys like me that date young women." Don't and say I, that I can't. And I suppose somewhat realistic, since we say they're both fair assumptions, that they would both be offended by them yeah. in the episode as well. Because Daphne, of course, I'm not. His. I definitely learned from my mom was like a waiter. Like, you always say spouse. Always like, say, go, always go spouse. That's safer. Like, because if you say father, just like you never you're, bring you're up wrong. a woman's stomach if you think they're pregnant. Exactly. Yeah. You never. I'd, I'd like to touch to see if it's a baby. You always <laughs> say like your husband because it's like. Oh, it's my dad. Mm-hmm. He's a lot better than like your dad. Like that's my husband. Like, yeah. Oof. Do you think that Martin and Daphne go out together often for like often to enough. grab dinner and stuff? I think like as I think they do have a father daughter relationship and like monthly because he said I'm treating. Mm-hmm. Like I'm taking you out. Yeah. Um, well, Frazier never lets him treat. No. This that was a oh that was an episode. That was a big deal in season one. Um. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Was that season one? That was season one. That was one of the first few. I went to watch this episode and Hulu just started me on the good side. I was like, ah, the hair. <laughs> what is going on? Who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Frazier. <laughs> he did change his voice drastically after that first episode. So fun fact about this 
Oh, early fun fact. I guess. Oh my god. This is something it's... I find enjoyable about this. Is uh, this was directed by Kelsey Grammer. Cool. And that kind of makes sense because he's only in a third of it. Yeah. So that leaves him more time to direct because the other two vignettes are just Niles yes. and just Martin and Daphne. I actually thought when it opened, it was like a Kelsey flipped his car situation. And you know, I I'm not sure how involved he. I, I assume that the director's pretty involved. Good work on that opening. Yeah, run, like love thing. That. that was that, that was, was very that cool. Was well done. I think that was I think that was eighty percent Niles. Yes, but twenty percent. You know, good good that's, cuts. That's and, good yeah. direction. I mean, yeah. like that dog thing. That's a director's yeah. job. I think so. Good good work there. Ooh, one more thing I wrote down. When Roz was on the phone with Fraser, she said the line, even a blind pig finds an acorn once in a while, which I like. But I'd actually, I've heard that before as even a blind pig finds a truffle once in a while. That would make more sense. Yeah. So is she confusing a blind squirrel finds an acorn once in a while and a blind pig? She's not a farm girl. (laughs) Isn't she though? Maybe. Wisconsin. Yeah. No, I don't know. Her mom was the attorney general. I don't think Roz grew up on like a farm. Yeah. A lot of agriculture. There is a lot of <laughs> agriculture in the state. Fun fact. <laughs> I don't have a lot, but fun fact. The opening song when Niles is, is doing his thing is Mozart's The Marriage of Figaro. <laughs> That's all. That's all that's I got. That's such a fun fact. That's it. That's I had it. so much that's fun with that. All I got from that. Rating for this one. Two. And that's pretty much one whole shot from the opening scene. Agreed. Yeah, two point five for me. When really it's like a, a four and a one. Yeah, you know, it's like it's, four and a one to one. Yeah, not maybe not a one. Maybe that's too harsh. But the, the it was pretty weak. The, I the thought the other was, was pretty, pretty weak. weak. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, two two point five. I'll give it an average, Fraser, because I I do go back and watch this one just for that fun opener. IMDb gave this a very high rating. People like I think it was the opening scene. I think that's what people are going. But they give it a four point five. IMDB is too giving. They, it's giving. Well, you gotta imagine it's Fraser fans weighing in on the rating of <laughs> if Fraser episodes. They have to have accounts. Of, well that's I think don't they have, have to, to tell me, my friend, platinum member right yep. here. Yeah. Only cost me a small fortune each month. Make sure you just go to your Zell app. Is this a dinner party? Ooh, interesting, because Niles is preparing for a dinner party, but Mm -hmm. it never like... Never comes to fruition? No, it is not. I agree. It is not a dinner party. They have dinner at a restaurant in this episode, and he is preparing for one, but it never happens, so I would say no. Uh, Next episode, I'm going to throw out that I am pretty excited for next episode, because we get to meet someone next episode that I think is a fun fun character. Baby Alice. And... In this picture that I'm going to show you, you get to see. So uh, the episode is called To Tell the Truth. To Tell the Truth. Okay. It's, I think that's Niles in Niles's office with like a man in a dark suit that's come in um, to tell the truth. Niles has like made some professional like snafu. Like he knows something about a client and a rival psychiatrist is trying to snatch Niles's client away and it's Frazier helping Niles keep their like Hippocratic oath while this like shark of a psychiatrist is chomping at Niles's client so a rival psychiatrist yes yeah okay to tell the truth not quite it uh but I am excited I'm excited to talk about this one with you in a couple weeks we'll have that for you and until then if you could follow us on Instagram or Twitter or give us a great review listen it's been a little bit since we've gotten a review. It's been bone dry out there. The reviews are great. We appreciate them. I've been them. told it's hard to figure out how to bone get Bone dry, review. everyone. It's fine. Next person to give us a review gets a sticker. By the way, if you want you a sticker. What? No, 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 no. We let us know. We've got to set up a Patreon. We, no more free stickers. Uh, going to give away free stickers. Just let us no, know. No, god damn it. Until then, I'm done. No more. No more.